0: Thank you for joining us here on the Radio Bible Course. We're studying 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, and we have come to verse 13, where Paul writes, And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God which is at work in you believers. Paul here is not speaking about this letter which he wrote to the Thessalonians. He is referring to his visit, his first visit to Thessalonica, when there weren't any Christians there. And when he preached the good news about Jesus Christ, he said, That's what you heard from us and accepted, not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God. Now, we need to decide... Was Paul's preaching the word of God, or was it the word of Paul? Paul believed he was speaking for God, and that he was inspired in his teaching. Now, I'm aware that there are people who find difficulty accepting this. They say, and properly so, that Paul was a man, he was human, and he was subject to mistakes. All of us are. But when Paul was serving Jesus Christ, he was inspired by the Spirit, controlled by the Spirit, so that what he preached and what he wrote was nothing less than the Word of God itself. He said this to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He said, Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world... But the Spirit, which is from God, that we might understand the gifts bestowed on us by God, and we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths in spiritual language. So Paul claimed that he was speaking by the power of the Holy Spirit, not speaking as a human. Obviously, his message impressed the Thessalonians. They were not people who were familiar with the Bible, either the Old Testament or any teaching about Jesus. But they were so impressed with the word that was coming from the Apostle Paul that... They concluded this must be from God, and so they accepted it, and Paul said, that's one reason that we thank God constantly for you, because of the way you receive the word of God. Now, you can thank God for many things that happen in Christian circles, but when you find a person who is receptive to the truth of God's eternal word, then you have reason for rejoicing. There are many people who are reluctant to accept it. They hesitate in this regard. They have doubts about the Bible, and those doubts will grow and eat away at their faith. We do have to come to the place where we either accept it or reject it as the word of God, and blessed is he who believes the word of God. Jesus said concerning the scriptures, not one jot or one tittle will fail in the law until all is fulfilled. A jot looks like an apostrophe in Hebrew. A tittle is a little mark or an extension on a letter to distinguish it from a similar letter in the Hebrew language. What Jesus is saying here is this, that every word and every letter in those words of the Old Testament are vital and certain to be fulfilled. And then he said, I came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. And this he did. He became the servant of God, doing God's will. Anytime you do God's will, you're fulfilling the word, and he fulfilled not only that part, but the prophecies concerning why he was sent into this world. To die for the sins of the world, to offer himself as a sacrifice, and to rise from the dead. That's fulfilling what the word of God said. Now to Jesus, the Old Testament was a special revelation from God, and Jesus was its authenticator. He endorsed it. In John chapter 10, we read Jesus saying, The word of God cannot be broken. It's like a contract. We can break our word, but you can't break God's word, because what God has said must come to pass. Otherwise, it shows that God himself is not able to carry out what he has promised to do. God's whole reputation depends upon him keeping his word. And when Jesus said, the scripture cannot be broken, he meant everything that is written in there must come to pass literally and without failure. If there were prophets in the Old Testament and God spoke through them to give these holy scriptures to the people of Israel... What is so difficult about believing that God would give prophets to his new creation, the church, over which Christ is the head? That's what the Bible teaches. He gave apostles and prophets to reveal his truth to this new creation. You see, the Old Testament isn't to the church. It's about a people, a family of people, who descended from Abraham who were given laws, and who had a special mission on this world. They were the favored people of God to carry out his specific purposes. But the church is a new creation composed of some of those people of Israel and some of the Gentiles made into a new body to carry out another purpose, and that's to glorify God through Jesus Christ. Until the end comes when the Messiah will return to this world and rule over the house of Israel and sit on David's throne and establish a millennial kingdom. All nations will bow to God's Christ. That's in God's plan. Now, in verse 13, Paul also says that the Word of God was at work in you believers. What might he mean by that? If you memorize a verse of Scripture, you will find that that passage begins to control your life. It will shape you to be God's kind of person. It works in you. I memorize Scripture, and I recommend memorizing Scripture, because I want God to be telling me constantly about His ways and His desires. If you ignore the Word, it can't work in your life. You, of course, can have God's Word working in your life without memorizing it, but it is enhanced in its working ability when you have memorized it. You can read the Word of God expectantly looking for something that God says that will change your life, and then meditate on that, and it will work in your life. You can have the word work in your life when you attend a meeting where the gospel is being preached or the word of God is being taught, and taking those things seriously. It can work in your life. But if you go to a church where the word of God is not being preached, where you are hearing stories and oratory, and poetry, and men's ideas, then the Word of God will be absent from your life and can't possibly work. Now, if you belong to such a church, you don't have to leave it, but at least get into a meeting, into a Bible class, whether in a home or someplace, where you do get the Word of God in addition to what you use that church for. Now, I know we all have ties to religious organizations. We have friends and memories there, and we don't want to leave them in spite of how liberal they might become or whether or not the Word of God is being preached there. But Bible classes are the answer, and we want to help you with that. So are tapes, cassette tapes, that present to you the Word of God in teaching form. They're good. They'll help you. They'll build you in the faith. And there are many noted Bible scholars who have teaching on tapes. There are books also written by scholars, biblical scholars, who do believe the Word of God and who can help you to understand it better. Well, if the Radio Bible course can be of help in directing you in these things, please write to us. We'll give you the address at the end of this program. Now, in verse 14, Paul writes, For you, brethren, became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus, which are in Judea. For you suffered the same things from your own countrymen as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets, and drove us out, and displeased God, and opposed all men by hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles, that they may be saved, so as always to fill up the measure of their sins. But God's wrath has come upon them at last. Paul writes that these Thessalonians were like other churches in that they were being persecuted too. Wherever Paul had gone, persecution arose. It was instigated by the Jews. They were mostly angered because Paul was preaching a message that did not include the law, and it implied that the law was not necessary in the lives of these people of God. The Jews Persecuted believers first in Judea, and we read about that in Acts chapter 8. What did Paul mean? That these Thessalonians became imitators of the churches of God, which are in Judea. Well, they suffered like those early churches did. The early church was made up primarily of Jews. They left Judaism, they believed in Jesus Christ, and they began meeting in homes, They abandoned Judaism for the most part, and the result was they suffered. Now, Paul is saying, you also did. But why would anyone persecute the Thessalonian Christians? Because they talked about their faith. They believed in every member evangelism. Now, you might want to imitate successful churches Those churches might have large bus ministries, a great enrollment. They might be mega churches. They might have great campaigns to raise money or to get new members. They may have seminars. And we all want to be as successful as they are, so we copy them. We imitate them. But very few churches will want to copy a church where they have every member evangelism, where they are teaching people how to do evangelism, and those people are doing it on a regular basis, why don't we want to imitate those churches? Because it takes work. And most of our Christians don't want to get involved in this kind of thing. That makes them uncomfortable. They don't like confrontation. Well, now, there is a way to do evangelism without confrontation. We need to be taught that good evangelism is good communication. It's not forcing something on people. It's sharing good news with them so that they can understand what God has already done for people in this world that will give them eternal life. Now here's something you want to write for. It's our free grace booklet given to our listeners without charge. Grace is an important word in the Bible. Grace saves us, and God keeps us by His grace. You need to know all you can about the grace of God. Until tomorrow, this is Nick Calavota reminding you that the word gospel means good news. Our address is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 14916, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70898. The website is rbcword.org.